don't even talk about it. You get it right one week, and then it goes to complete debacle. <laughs> Podcast 175. And that might have been the worst one in a long time. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. 175 podcasts. Can you believe it? It's okay. People just thought that this was like 2008 and their YouTube was buffering again. Fair. That's fair. What about people on Facebook? I don't know, but it's, mm. it's off to a hot start in the comments. Every time, <laughs> even when you're not on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Tim, did you get the notification on your phone, or how did you, uh, how did you notice that we were starting? He's muted. He's muted. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is awesome. (laughs) Um, I looked up and I was like, wow, we started, oh fuck. And I, (laughs) we're just looking Um, out there. Maybe, maybe our viewers know we had a bit of a squabble beforehand, um, we were talking about our picks last week. I don't. I thought I picked Miller. Maybe I picked Schultz. Either way, I'm not buying a drink. But who did I pick? Who did I pick last week? Do you remember? Because I know Kerry picked himself, right? If I remember correctly. Did you pick yourself? Mark Miller picked Derek Holm, and Tyler picked Parker. Kerry picked Greg so. DeGrazia. Oh, the Greg. The guy that but didn't wow, make the that's even worse. They're it, it should almost be like, the same thing. And Derek, yeah. Wow, actually, I would never think three of those guys didn't make it. Like, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm still the winner. That's okay. The way I look at it. (laughs) Interesting. Sure, Tim. Sure, Tim. You know who was a winner this week? Me at Fantasy Football for the first time ever. Congratulations. Thanks. I beat Carrie again. Oh, it was Carrie you were facing. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. It's okay. I let him have a match at the Autumn Open, so I figured, well, I'll win fantasy football. Let. Let me. Yeah, it was on Instagram. Everyone saw. I let you have it. (laughs) Yeah. That's so nice of you. Yeah, he threw his his five-bagger too late. That's his problem. I did. (laughs) Current, Current standings. We now only have one team... That is winless, and that is Ryan O'Callaghan. I hope he remains winless, because that's the only way I stay ahead. (laughs) It's not looking good for him. Like, it does things like... What is this? Projected... uh, Where is it? Current projections. He is projected last. With only one win. With one win, yeah. Hey, I got three by the end of the year. Yeah, they said they said There's I was only two other losers. <laughs> Time out. It lo- it looks like I'm not supposed to be winning another game for the rest of the year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's what it tells me. At the start of the year, I was like projected like I'm pretty sure 11 and four, and now I'm projected at four and 11. That's not good. You with the least amount of points out of anybody. Yeah. Oh no, second second lowest. Next, next to next to tie, <laughs> touchies and dingies. Mm, yeah. You know, we can't all be great at everything, and that's okay. I'm at peace with that. Tim, you have the lowest power ranking. Yahoo power ranking. Seems fair. No, that's great because you know what? As soon as I lost Bradley uh, Chabu, it was all downhill. 
I lost him in a lot of leagues. But it is There's a joke there. We'll leave that alone. There's a joke there. How is Weber doing drafting a Scooby first overall? I don't know. Uh, Weber is doing pretty good. He's Better than one. Probably. He is 4-1. He, he drafts pretty well, so. Yeah, he knows his football. Just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Uh, hockey season started yesterday. Tim's wearing his McDavid jersey. They play their first game tonight. Um, yeah. Baseball season's over for most of us Jays fans. Haven't watched Thank any God. After it. <laughs> well, it's still going on, but like, yeah. how did anybody think the Orioles were going to get swept by the Rangers? No, not no. at all. But the, the, the Rangers are a better team than than people give them credit for, that's for sure. And they have guys that could just the Orioles really haven't been a playoff team in forever, so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But they, they got they got some, you know, some great pitching. They have some great batters. Adolis Garcia could just absolutely mash mash balls, and he's been doing really well. You got Marcus Simeon, who we all know very well. So they have they have some they have some good pieces, but yeah. How how crazy would it be that they win with this team instead of the ones um, <laughs> in the twenty tens? <laughs> oh man, I, I'm I'm literally hovering over block at the moment. <laughs> Can he still can he, can he still like watch it if I block him? I think he can. He just can't comment. <laughs> um, you watch it. So I I will I will say that uh, Mike Torvell played ball with him growing up with Joey Votto. Yeah. So you might like him now a little bit more, Dex. Well, um, I would, but no. I also heard what his take was. <laughs> so no. we'll move on <laughs> he'd be perfect it'd be a good way to end for his career right so I mean yeah, he left he, it on he, a, he left do, it on an injection he would do he would do great he would be it'd be really great for Canadian baseball because I know I know that that's a big thing about what he cares about so hopefully he does do that great for Canadian baseball maybe if the Expos come back that's the only way Oh, you're just so butthurt. I I love I love how he's how he's just got y'all rattled, eh? Palmer. Dude, my one of the one of the leagues I won in, my team name was Joey Votto number one. So <laughs> Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, watch it. Okay. Uh, one one of the kids uh, in our in our draft that time, he uh, drafted Votto first overall. Just because he wanted to prove a point. Uh, Did not pat out um, from if you were wondering. Yeah, probably didn't I get, become a winner at all. I guess we can sort of touch base um, when Palmer comments there. Um, since we're talking about Autumn Open, two average pros make the cut. Well, that's pretty good for them. Mm-hmm. And the third Anybody one was very it? close. The third one was very close. Very close, yeah. Yeah, it was missed by close. two spots. Yeah. It was, yeah, I mean, we can talk about a little bit closer when we bring up uh, our guest in here, but it was uh, a little bit unexpected, I would think, so... I wouldn't say unexpected. No, no, I'm not talking about not talking about Henry. I'm talking about um, the number being the way it was. I, I thought it'd still be in the oh, twenty-one. Okay, 
<laughs> you you got you got to you have take. to like hit all the points in between your thoughts and not just say one yeah. to the other because you know what I, and I shit talk real Henry a lot but that was that but that was actually a nice thing I said to him so um, sooner or later he's gonna make a cut for sure yeah he will he's been so close a couple times obviously yeah. Regina and the Autumn Open but it's great to see him. he'll get there anyone get anything fun for Amazon Prime Day. I heard that the talk at work today was all about the Roombas. I got one. It was on set. The two-in-one? I didn't I didn't do the Roomba. I did a, one that was just like the Roomba, and it was mm. like half the price and a better rating. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 150 bucks. I have one, but I wanted one that I could actually, like, you know, map the, the condo and stuff so it does things properly and mm. schedule it. And so, so <laughs> you know, this isn't sponsored, but if Amazon wants to sponsor us... I'll plug them all day long. Amazon Prime Day. Oh, Go get your Roomba. <laughs> Two and one. I also got a little cabinet. Very excited. Very nice. I, I uh, don't buy anything online, so that's okay. Hmm. Carrie <laughs> doesn't know what Amazon is, so. What? <laughs> it does, it does oh, it's... It doesn't, it doesn't deliver, deliver to the country. Yeah, exactly. You need to have an address, not a GPS <laughs> location for it to deliver. I have... Uh... Amazon Prime or Prime Video. So I know what Amazon is. Do you just There's ship it to Verizon link. now? What? Do you just ship it to Bradson then? And you, if I really like you might as well just do that then. That's the way to go. This would be safe. Yeah. As a mailman. Jeff is a yeah. mailman? I never, I never Oh come on, Holy you could cow. you could look at him and guess? <laughs> no, I I thought I thought he I thought he would yes. work. He was work doing woodworking and stuff like that. I'm sure Prime Day does suck, but out here we have like they have Amazon's own delivery people and they have Intelcom delivery people that are basically just for Amazon too. It's not a lot of Canada Post that does it out here. I go postal, I go postal. all the time. Nice Bobby dad Jeff. joke. <laughs> <clears throat> Not, is that a dad joke? I don't know if that's a dad joke. You know what postal means, Tim? Angry. Yeah, we'll go with that. Just angry. So uh, let's bring in our test here. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, second place at the Autumn Open, 50th anniversary, Mr. Rob Tompkins. How you doing, man? Good. How about you? Good. Good. <laughs> that's not a dad joke, by the way. That's a mailman joke. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody tonight? Good. Happy Don't to lie on. to him, Dexter. He saw the first 10 minutes of this podcast. We are in shambles. <laughs> the thing is, is we've been way worse than this. This is... Yeah. This, You're this not is, wrong. This is mediocre, but it's not abysmal. We've been abysmal. I, I was going to say it's just my luck. I come on the podcast where everything goes to shambles here. Eh, That's true. Eh, That's we're me. doing all right. Yeah, the, the other Labradoodle. Hi, Dustin. <laughs> um, I gave you a shout out. 
the burning question. Um, you obviously already explained this to us and you've heard it already. Um, you talked to people at the tournament about it, but no WCBT membership. Nope. I did not. Uh, I didn't get one before I threw my first ball. Kerry uh, Schneider also made this mistake once. And uh, we never hear the end of it. So, are you gonna <laughs> are you gonna accept your uh, your mistake or? Well, I've I've accepted it. It is what it is. I kind of figure <laughs> out. Like I said, I was like, I go and buy one. I end up bowling and placing forty eighth in the qualifying shift. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I was like, it could have went one or two ways, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Absolutely right. But you won't make that mistake again. I'm sure. Nope, I uh, I've already I've already signed up for my membership since I got back. Oh, have you? Have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome. we, we, there's four other events. He still has another chance to have a, another couple of high finishes, right? Oh, exactly. So it's still worth it. Yeah. That is a PSA for anyone else at home who may have forgotten before throwing their first ball that you can also sign up online. Yes, you have plenty of opportunity. It's there. It's going to be there forever. Just do it. But but I will say this. The amount of points you have now, your you two brothers have the same amount of points. Yeah. So you're, you're but doing just, just my wallet's a, my wallet is just a little bit more fuller. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't think Sean ever would trash talk you, but you know, Tommy Tom. No, no. You know, that that's Tommy that's Tom's uh good. that's yeah. directed at Tommy Tompkins there. <laughs> <laughs> And and you one upped him because he he was he's always telling me it's like oh, I got sixth place at Heritage and now you got second at Autumn so he oh believe he me he it. didn't yeah he didn't hear the end of it the whole drive home that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> that's good. but he yeah. keeps he keeps trying to say oh it was me it was me because I was cheering for you I was like oh yeah I didn't throw any <laughs> balls or anything but and it's what a nine hour drive for you eight hour drive uh yeah about an eight hour drive. That's a that's a lot but, of time to rub it in. Yeah, I did I did, it, I did it at about I did it about six and a half last on on Sunday night there. So <laughs> you left Sunday night? <laughs> yeah, like after we were done in the bowling alley, we went fueled up and just hit highway two oh. and Holy drove crap. the whole way home. Holy cow! So you wow. waited for your, you waited for the presentations and you had a longer drive. I knew yeah, it was yeah. Coming. I knew it was coming. Yeah, I, I sat but, there the whole time and, you know, <laughs> talked to until there was about maybe 15 people left in the bowling alley. You know what? That's that's high-class sportsmanship, and I commend you for that. So thank you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast just got so much better. <laughs> oh, hi, guys. Hi, guys. Oh, I, my, it, my, I think it's got cut out there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was it was good. It was uh, so. Um, oh, that's we can, that's actually really good too. Yeah, let's just say. Now I uh, now my brothers have ammo on Tuesday night when I'm like I need to go for a smoke after a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, twenty three games, no smokes. Uh no, what? just the just Probably the fifteen games. Yeah. yeah. Oh, believe me, after the uh, after the first eight games there, I uh, sat outside for that hour and a half and probably had five, so. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I don't know. 
just happens like that. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was what I was preparing myself for. So did you guys switch off or did you guys, did you drive all the way home? No, I drove all the way home. Holy cow. Yeah. Like that, that kind of got dangerous. a little tired by marathon. I got kind of tired by marathon. So I fueled up, got out. It was like plus four there. And I was like, so I kind of got out and woke myself up, got to white court, got a extra large four by four and hammer out the rest of the way. <laughs> Rylan wow. and Sean were probably happy they were sleeping because Thomas listened to me sing the whole way. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my best way to keep me up. Hmm. Um, so last time you powered through the evening, it was after the 20 gamer, I believe, right? With Timmy, right? Uh, nope. And... No, the last time was uh, the traditional. Oh, but I did do that at the 20 gamer. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't powering what... through the evening. We bowled through the evening and then I drove home after. <laughs> yeah, that too. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. But uh, Wild. maybe we'll touch base. I know many of you guys maybe don't know, but he has two other brothers. He has uh, Sean and Thomas, right? So maybe you can touch base and, and tell him like you're kind of, I know we're talking about right now, about your sibling rivalry. Um, obviously Tom's the talker. Sean's kind of just, uh, you know, check out what I do on the lanes kind of guy. And then you're kind of in the middle. Right. So, um, yeah, pretty much that's Tom's the, Tom's the throw a ball, walk away kind of guy, kind of guy and blow a kiss to the camera. And well, <laughs> Sean's, Sean's exactly like you said, just watch me do it on the lanes kind of thing. Right. He's never been that kind of big showboater or anything. And, uh, well, I got two sides of me, me bowling singles and me bowling a team. Like most of you guys have seen me bowling a team. I can get pretty, pretty, uh, hyped up, but I think that's really important yeah. though. Like being able to do both. It's such a different uh, dynamic and like coming like singles, you have, you have to maintain that energy. You just kind of have to like. If you play at that high intensity the entire time, you're gonna burn yourself out so friggin' quickly, especially when you're you know bowling from 9 a.m. until 10 p.m. Um, it's a lot, but like the team, you have you have to bring the energy, and if you don't, you're just kind of sucking the energy out of it. So it's good that you could do both. Yeah, like I like like I said, I'm not much of a. I know if I'm gonna be bowling by myself and bowling these eight games and all the like eight gamers and all that, it's like you can't be. At least I have the energy of the rest of the team and the like adrenaline to keep going. Mm -hmm. But when you're bowling by yourself, like the kind of just I I just like to keep an even keel and I'm like I'll just like focus on bowling essentially. Yeah. Because on a team, I'm focusing on everybody else bowling bit, bit too. I right. want to keep everybody else going instead of myself. Like, yeah, and it's harder to have that emotional letdown in a team of an environment because there's always somebody else pulling that emotion. But if you have that emotional letdown in singles, it becomes really difficult to rebound from it. So yeah. trying to keep that even keel is super important. Yeah. So let's talk about bowling a little bit. Um, how many qualifying shifts did you play? Uh, one. Bold Friday night. Perfect. Knowing, obviously, like you watched then Thursday morning and Friday morning or Thursday afternoon, you see that that number is not going to be 
2250. How did you approach your qualifying shift? I just went, I just went out and I just said, let's bowl kind of thing. Like I just said, I know I can average 270. I could average 300, right? Like I've done both before. And so I was like, never had a WCB event. Cause every time I seem to average at like 245, throw a 170 in there somewhere. And it just kind of, mm-hmm. you overthink it at that point. Right. So, Oh, you could throw 170s in there. Oh yeah, but you can you recover can, from but, that. But at the same time, I was just like, I, I saw the score and I was just like, you know what? Let's just try to get as high as you can. Like, put a good number out there. Yeah. Did you, did you notice like the pace of the scoring wasn't, wasn't great? So, like you're saying, you could walk in and throw 270, but was that really your expectation, or were you going to be like, okay, the pace seems a little bit low just shoot for a certain number or were you were you thinking shoot 2200 no i just walked in there and i said let's shoot as high as you can all right right, let's let's see how the pins are because i watched all friday morning with tom with tom and sean bowling so i Mm kind of was watching and i was like and i also bowled doubles my last three games for doubles were 260 270 280 right like if i can remember correctly i don't know but yeah, I just walked in there after Friday, and I was just like, "Okay, let's let's bowl." Like you've enjoyed bowling on these these lanes before, yeah. mind you. They were wood lanes when I bowled good on them, but that's well, a little while ago. <laughs> oh yeah, YBC. I, just just from playing the last however many years on the synthetics, like I don't know if you guys, I know the answer to this, but you guys have noticed that. The pinfall definitely was not what Paradise usually was. It got definitely got better as the weekend went on, though. I think, generally, but um, forget where yeah. I was going with that thought. <laughs> I mean, Damn. the obvious answer is the bands. Yeah, yeah. But I think, do you think that's because they're just new? Like I think if they had a month play on it, would the pinfall change? Because as mm-hmm. the as the weekend went on, if it was because the lanes dried out, which I do have some inside info, I imagine he told you guys too. But was it the bands heating up that were getting better play, or was it just because the lanes were drying out and there was more movement out on the lane that the the pinfall yeah. seemed to get better as the weekend went on? I I thought it was I thought it was a little bit weird. I mean, not the pinfall, just the pinfall is what it was. But you look at the uh, the shifts that were made, like two thirds or uh, two thirds or more than two thirds were made on Friday, and when the lanes dried out on Saturday, and maybe it was the pace of play or whatever was going on, like not many actually made it on Saturday compared to Friday, right? And I would think that would be a little bit more sometimes just because the, the it drying out, but. Uh, and like the top scores were a little lower like Saturday compared to Friday night. Because what yeah. it what, there was like four or five twenty two hundreds on Friday night, and then like I know I personally know I only had two people jump me uh, in both Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, again, you have know. more people down there on Saturday, right? Like, yeah. I, 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 like, I think pace of play is a huge is a huge factor. You look at Saturday, Sunday was better, a little bit better scoring. And then the 16s, if you got on a run, it's a lot easier to maintain it, I think. 
and like looking at it, you're right, Tim. Like, I mean, Friday shifts, thirty people qualify between the two Friday shifts out of forty-eight. Like, that's that's a huge number. Mm-hmm. Thirty-three were in before Saturday. Crazy. Um, yeah, I think it's probably a combination of all of it. The band's breaking in a little and and whatnot. I, I found I found like each lane was a little bit different for like pocket shots. Sometimes some lanes pocket shots were gonna be okay and some lanes weren't and when you found strikes, you better run them. Right? Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if he told you, I'm sure he did, but he didn't oil at all. He oiled the Thursday prior to the event. Oh, okay. So there was a reason why there wasn't rings on the bowling balls. Cause he, Mark didn't want to hear that it was too oily. And then people were still saying, oh, it's playing super straight. It's playing super straight. I think but that's really just wasn't. paradise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only one, the only one that was getting quite a bit what of a movement dirty dog, was eh? lane, the right side of lane sixteen. I lit, I literally made a five board adjustment right hmm. on lane six because that's where they were having the air conditioning leak. Yeah, and they kept wiping the water off the lanes there, and there was no oil in that section at all. And even Mark was like, "Remember, there's there's no oil there <laughs> at all. Five boards to the right." And then I was, yeah. like, back on the center, but, um, yeah. I don't know, this is the best I've ever played on lane 16 there, so it can leak all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I don't, I didn't say I don't bad, know. It wasn't like, bad there, at the beginning it was just more it... movement. Yeah, I don't know if it really makes much of a, I mean, you have a rolly ball, but, I mean, like, you throw the ball pretty, pretty straight, you know, for the most part. And you're you're going to have a little bit of movement, but, I, yeah. Me? No, Tyler. Tyler's gonna have a little bit more movement, but not like it's not like it's a sweeping shot. I don't right? know what you're talking about. I throw the biggest hook in all of yeah, bowling. Yeah, Ty has like eight boards of movement can... for Ty, sure. Ty doesn't know how he's gonna release it until he gets to like the top of his backswing, or Ty, not Ty, even there. Only... Three quarters of the way through is the follow through. Oh, yeah. True. If if Ty can just get the ball out, I mean that's his big thing. Just get the ball out, right? So. Uh... <laughs> This podcast Tom, isn't about me. Talk, talk to Robert. <laughs> Tom, Tom, lane 15 was normal. Lane 16 had more movement. But the leak was on the right-hand side of lane 16, so... Yeah. Um. So how did doubles go? You mentioned that you played doubles. Yeah. Um, me and Sean played doubles the Thursday night there. And uh, came down to the last game. We threw like a 670 with the 100 points bonus. And uh, we lost out by three to yeah. making it, making the money, but hmm. yeah, it was all right. We uh, in our first game we bowled uh, Connor and Bailey there, and Connor on the last ball we were up by six, and he punched it. Uh, we were like, okay, if he punches or misses, we win. And he throws the ball, punches the head pin. Sean's like, I turned around, I was like, yes, kind of thing. And uh, I kept watching, and that head pin hit the back, came down, took the seven, took the two pin, so we lost by one. Mm. Bailey's like, looks at Connor, he's like, either that's going to help us or it's going to fuck them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I wonder what the strategy is on that shot. You need seven or you need six. Do you just throw it as hard as you can at the middle? I just hope to hit the middle. Yeah. And not directly on the middle. Yeah. Hmm. But. Who else played doubles? Did any of you guys play doubles? Yo, Terry, did you? Terry uh, did. did your team uh, do well? I was the there. I was there. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne had a rough go. Um, we did not make it out of our group. We'll just go uh, with that. Hmm. Yep. Yep. It looks like it was a grind. <laughs> Me and Dwayne have been fortunate enough to do very well in that event. So uh, to give back a little bit, everybody's welcome. <laughs> how, how cordial of you. <laughs> such, such a gentleman. So, Robert, did you guys play Bakers at all or just a Friday shift? No, I just played the Friday shift. I played Friday night and then sat out Saturday. And well, I only went down there with 440 bucks. Like, I was like, <laughs> I paid it. I, I went down there with enough to bowl the doubles, hoping we were going to make money. We didn't. We made 50 bucks, which got me my 40 bucks for putting us in the high pots, me and Sean. And yeah, I was able to bowl the shift, and it was kind of one shift or nothing. And I made the one shift count. So it was a one shift and a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, did you, and, and, and nothing for hotel? Uh, I made Tom pay for that. <laughs> I don't buy. We were like, I was like, we rolled in. I was like, Tom, need your credit card. Putting it on there. So <laughs> before we move on, I just want to say congrats to Rich Weber and Daryl Wood for winning the doubles. Um, looks like they both played very well. I mean, Rich averaged yeah. two ninety, which is pretty awesome. Daryl averaged two seventy. Rich Rich wasn't very good in the qualifying part, but Daryl backpacked them and they won some key matches. And then yeah, they were both lights out in the the final grouping. It's awesome. So you sit all Saturday. Are you like coming into Sunday morning then? Are you thinking I need to make an adjustment? Do you go with the same game plan? Have you you nope. haven't played the forty eights slash forties before? No, I never never played okay. the forty eight slash forties, but no, I just I went in in the morning, just kind of same mindset as as I had on Friday, I was like, don't change anything. It worked for you Friday night. So I just started, essentially, I just started throwing and I went I went through five, six practice balls and they were all head pins. So I walked out and had a smoke and came back in and threw a 229 and then threw a 315 and a 343. I was like, okay, something's working then. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What, what did you think of the environment Sunday morning? I I liked it. Like yeah. it was like like uh, you could tell everybody was kind of was like focusing on their games. You had your like the first three games, four games, but then all of a sudden it was just like once there was a few guys that were like they knew they were just struggling. It was like they turned it to somebody that was on their team that was kind of bowling really well, right? Like. That's the nice like, thing about you do it. That, that format. Like, I, I actually like the Sunday morning, how everybody plays on a pair and they move as a pair. Just because 
that's really what it becomes. Like you kind of become like a a six person team for the day and kind of rooting everybody on and you're with those same six people the entire time. It's kind of neat. Yeah. And you you do see that quite a bit where all of a sudden like okay, one person is sort of out of it or a couple of people on on that set are pushing for spots and so they're pushing each other and um, yeah. it's neat. It's it's a little bit more team oriented than any of the other singles sort of qualifying situations. So it's neat. So, so speaking of that, of your guy, because everybody here played in a group of six, out of your group, how many people qualified out of your group? We'll start with Dex and Tim, because you guys played in the same grouping, right? Yeah. Uh, Do you remember? <laughs> for our group, of, sorry, what, what group? Our, the yeah. one for the like your your 48 six. groups. Yeah. yeah, we had um, yeah. we had Miller and we had myself. You. Barbara didn't. I didn't. Ryland didn't. Uh, Sly. Sly. So we had three oh six. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Um, Robert, out of your group, do you know? Uh, I believe it was only two. Me and uh, Brandon there. Brandon and Ty. Yeah. Uh, two as well, me and Alex Samir. Our group was really good. It was me, um, Jenna, and Ryan O'Callaghan made uh, of our group. And we also had Carrie Schneider, which who missed by like 10. Mm. One. Yeah. Or by one, yeah. One. Last year he missed by two. This year he lost by one. Yeah. And I said next year he's going to tie for 16th. And I think, <laughs> I think Robbie, too, missed by like... I missed by a little bit more. I missed by 40, 41 Ma pins. But... Megan missed by three. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of close ones coming down the line. That last game it, it, was, as always, close. It's fun. I like watching the, the 48s now, I guess. You can see it making the 16s. Um, when you make the 16s, it, I think it's more special than any other cut. It just There's something about it. Uh, the camaraderie, everybody cheering on each other. Um, and when you make the 16, you see everybody walking around congratulating everybody else. And normally that doesn't happen, right? Um, and other things and other ones of our cuts out there. So um, always find it a pretty special cut to make for sure. Or the most and special to me, I think. Talking about like people cheering people on. I mean, I know we've talked about this a lot, but like Connor, that that guy. Oh, man. He cheers that guy is the greatest guy in the world. Oh, it's 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 awesome. I lo I love watching it, but it's like he's so intense into it, like legitimately cheering people on. Like there, was, I think he was facing Sly, and I'm watching him, and he's sitting on the bench in behind. And every time Sly would shoot, if, if he was on the left lane, he'd move all the way over to the left hand side of that bench, and he would like lift, get get down low, so he could see the line. And when he let it go, he he yeah, and he'd cheer for it. He was like super stoked because. I think Sly started off like really good that game, and he was just he was just really into it, and it's sincere. It's awesome. I I love it. It's neat watching. It was I, he was. I the... actually asked asked Connor to stop cheering for me. Oh really? Yeah. I was like, this feels awkward, and if I beat you, I feel like I took some of your energy, so you can keep it. And then he proceeded to wall at me, so I should have asked him <laughs> to keep cheering for me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's probably the most genuine kid out there, right? Um, yeah. I couldn't believe it. We were playing we're playing in uh, 48, and then, yeah, here we go. He goes over and says, I need to find a new bowling ball. He found a random locker that was unlocked. 
He opened it up, grabbed somebody's bowling balls, and he went and threw a strike with it, or double. He's like, oh, I guess that's what I needed, and he put it back. I was <laughs> it was a random ebonite. Of all so, yeah. so, question. He's not a tour member, so like, not like we could ever say anything, but is that illegal? I don't think it's, well... It's, was it it's, engraved? It's, was it engraved? It was engraved. It, I, it's, I believe it's illegal if the person makes a complaint about it. Okay. So he's, he's safe. And the person wasn't in was the building. So there was... <laughs> what, what, he, what he should have done is what he should have done is put a $20 bill and a thank you note in there. <laughs> and close it up. Because the guy deserved it, right? Yeah. There was the, like it's a good question, Karen. And there was some, there were some other like interesting like pinfall things. You know, we, we we got rid of the leaning pin rule, okay. And in our qualifying shift, um, a question came up, and it was like, and it was a pin that that was leaning, but it was it was the most bizarre one that we've seen. So Ron Perry goes up, and he hits the left hand side of the head pin, and. The right three pin ends up in the right gutter, and the two pin is spinning and it's walking itself off the side, and it gets to the edge of the lane, and then it's like literally half off the lane, and leaning, because it's literally standing on the pin that's in the gutter. Yeah. And they're like, "What's the call on that?" And the call is, and the call we came up with was, "It's down," for two reasons. One. The leaning pin rule is gone, yes, but it does still state that if it's it is being, being supported yeah. by a pin or a string, then it is a down pin. Two, it was technically off the lane. Like, the deck, if, yeah. If a pin is standing in the gutter, it's still a down pin, right? So, But it was bizarre, to, just one that we hadn't seen before. It was weird. <laughs> and then and Mike and I... Gino tried to tell me that if you hit a ball off your ankle... And it goes into the gutter and it doesn't touch the lane. It's a dead ball and it doesn't count. I'm like, you guys are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I was a judge of play for years. I know, Gino. You got it wrong. <laughs> you know, I was um, going to say, I've had at least 20 dead balls thrown then. Yeah, like, <laughs> no. Um, I, uh, the gutters are I included threw... in the playing area, so it's a legally delivered ball. In, in the 48th. I was lipping Miller off just because it's just me. I was lipping him off. Are you having one of the sour beers, Kerry? I am. Yeah, they're good. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so, so so I'm lipping off Miller, and because I, I hung, I think I threw a strike on 18, and I go to 17. I bury one in the left pocket. <clears throat> Head pin goes off the side right wall, and did it banks off the right two pin and slides like halfway on the deck, and all oh, Miller was, was like, "Sucks to suck." Yeah, it literally slid like a foot and a half to the left. I was like, that's bowling karma. This is why you keep your mouth shut. So, Robert, you filled us in that you went and had like five cigarettes in, in our hour and a half break. Did you do anything else before the 16th? Uh, I had two slices of pizza and a Pepsi. So... I had to get some energy somewhere. I was like, I'll run, I'll pass out on the lane if I don't eat something here. Jaden, <laughs> yours was on the lane. For only about 40 feet, though. 
and you hit your target. <laughs> According to you, two completely different scenarios. But... <laughs> um, we had this discussion last week about like breakfast before Sunday, what you do to prepare. We all know Tim had breakfast and missed the four, missed the sixteen cut. So, uh, mm-hmm. what did everybody else have? I just had a coffee. Robert, what'd you have? Um, uh, nothing actually. How many smokes? I just went. Uh, three. <laughs> so a little bit of nicotine. Sorry, a little bit of nicotine. That's my Tyler, breakfast you, in the morning. Did you eat anything? I did. I did not have Holy my dinner. usual breakfast. Um. I was staying at my sister's frat house, as it was called that weekend, um, but she provided snacks, so I had a banana muffin. And Dexter, what'd you have? Uh, the staple two breakfast burritos from McDonald's. Yeah. Mm. I I don't know how you, you guys do it without eating. Like, if I get yeah. the point where I'm like, oh no, now I feel hungry, I'm already in trouble. Like, I am already in trouble for bowling. I, like, as soon as that energy level disappears, I'm absolutely screwed. Um, I, and it's happened to me before. I don't know how you guys do it without eating. I don't I don't get it. It's crazy. I, 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 can't, I can't eat before bowling. Like, yeah. I have right. more reserves than the rest of you. Well, I, I got a lot of reserves, Dex. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. Look, look. Look what she did. Here we go. She... She spoiled me. No, it's okay. But Cindy, that might have been the make or break to make the cut. So, I don't. I did. I don't know what happened on Friday. I didn't eat on Friday. Crushed it. Look at you. And and I crashed a bunch of beers after, and then I got a little hammy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert, it was, obviously it was, you. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Tim. Sorry. No, no, it's good. Yeah. Um, Robert, you averaged. 277 to make the cut, right? Yeah. 22-22, tied with Dwayne Gillardi. Yeah. That's a pretty that was, solid was, pretty solid score. Yeah, I was pretty happy with it. I was after well I walked uh, after I threw my last ball there in the qualifying shift, I walked over to Sean and they're like, Oh, nice, nice shift or whatever. And I was like, You're like, what do you have? And I opened my app and I was like, Oh, do 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 do. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I was like, that should be good enough to make a cut, probably. Definitely at that well, house. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say at that place, yeah. Like, like a lot of people struggled. Like, I watched a lot of doubles, double head pin, double head pin. Like, yeah. yeah, and head pins will always be your fault no matter what. But, like, what? Well, a head pin's a head pin tie. I don't care where you are. Your face says you completely disagree. Stop gaslighting me. Um. No, I will. <laughs> well, in those eight games, I kept track, and I only I had eighteen headpins in the eight games. So, yeah. like, I was like, they're inevitable. Like, this is like Tyler gonna go on his one and only tangent. Have we talked about the stupid headpin stat at a pro league? Oh, the, is this is this the one I talked to you about? Yes. Yeah, okay, Mark Miller is actually the one that brought this up. The Caribou Thunder, for their first game, had a single headpin. Their second game, they had a single headpin. In in a, a minimum of 100, 110 attempts at the middle, they had two headpins. That is it's pretty, 
absurd. Pretty good. That's pretty good. It is absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. That is pretty wild. Could you imagine having no. a sub two a sub two percent punch rate? No. Because <laughs> mine's probably like forty two. I really wish oh, I had that on Sunday. Right. Well, agreed. Yeah, we, just have, we, just, we just ball cash tournament caribou. That's all I think now. Sounds like a great idea. Uh, they are having their 10 game marathon singles event November 24th or 5th. Mm, anyone interested? Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. At least for Edmonton. I don't know about anyone else. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you averaged 277 for your qualifying shift. Do we have a number for what you shot in the 48s? 271. Yeah, 271. Consistent? Yeah, 2175. So. And that Carter, got you what spot to finish? Eighth spot there. Like Carter walked up to me and he's like, you just shot a 2175 before I could even think after walking off the lane. And he's like, if that doesn't make the top 16, I don't know what the, what it will. Like, I was like, yeah, we'll see. See how the so, cookie crumbles kind of thing. Cut for the, uh, the for, to get into the 48s was 2062, right? Yeah, yes, sure. that sounds right. Cut to get into the 16s with 2079. It usually falls right around the same mark. Yeah, it's almost always right around there. I'm surprised it's actually, there's like six people actually above that 2062 mark that didn't make it, which is, it's almost like almost bang on, but I wonder if that's just the difference of having 48 too, but it's just mm. crazy how that happens. It's crazy. Yeah, it's probably the extra eight players, maybe a little bit, but... Yeah. That last game was so intense. There was big games thrown everywhere. I didn't know didn't know where the line was gonna fall. Well, Alex shoots three twenty three to sneak in by one. Yeah. Right. And yeah, someone like crazy. Megan Galicano, who started off massive, just like petered out those last couple of games, like couldn't find the line. Two eleven, two six, two twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. G- Gino. Gino Justin Langrock. I mean those you know, yeah. like, <laughs> even if you go down to Lenny and Barber, like, they're all within a ball or two. Like, that's so crazy. And that's that's what's so great yeah. about the sport, right? Um, Shelby, shooting, Shel, Shelby finishing 200, 203, and he only back by 35, right? Um, yeah. You know what the crazy part was? Uh, typical, I was bitching, and I was up the carry, and I was telling him my scores. He's like, oh, man, I, I don't know. Cool, I, I'm in the same board as you. And I looked at him and was like, dude, you're, like, same fourth. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, had no, I had no idea. Yeah. I think that was right after I shot the buck 89, too. And I was like, when you told me your scores, I'm like, well, we got to be really close. And I was still 100 up on you. And I was like, ooh, oops, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, is, it is what it is, right? But I mean, like, and you probably, I think I talked to you after the 250 game, actually. But uh, mm-hmm. regardless, I, after that, I think you felt a little bit more at ease. I was like, oh. Okay, no big deal. I just have to shoot like a buck fifty here, and and I'm good to go. <laughs> End up shooting a three sixty yeah. just to make sure. But... Yeah, yeah. yeah. lots at that point. Yeah. Speaking of lots, we should shout out Jenna Lamaru for winning. And actually, who won the overall qualifier? Brett Mapstone. Brett Mapstone did. Yep. Yeah. Averaging two ninety five. Cool. Um, yeah. So congratulations to Brett and then Jenna. Absolutely destroying the 48s. Yeah, 285 average. Yep. She crushed it. 
Yeah, yeah Carrie, you bowled with her. Was there anything? What, what was the secret? Her ball speed was just perfect. She would. She was usually in the left pocket, but even when she got a little bit, little bit sloppy, a little bit left and thin, or crossed over, she was striking the whole time. Like it's she the had. I'm telling you. It's the yeah, she had. She had two rough games. Like by rough, I mean two fifteen, two thirties, where she was just punching a bunch. But other than that, like it, it was lights out. It was it, pretty much every game. I. I thought I was playing really well, but she was beating me every game. It was like, okay, I guess I'm just not going to catch her at all. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was she was crazy good. I uh, find when I'm bowling with somebody like that, I just kind of, I just keep pace with them. Totally. Just, you know, if I'm 20, 30 pins behind them, but you know, I'm like, I must be doing, you must be doing something right if you're pacing the person that's beating you every single time. Yeah. yeah. Or that's sitting first. Yeah. yeah. But uh, definitely, you I just try to find someone to keep. Like, like for me, it was like Sly for sure. Mm -hmm. right? Sly was playing great. Mark, Mark was playing really well too. I probably should have been like paying more attention to Mark because he like we were neck and neck. But um, Sly was just lights out the whole time, just trying to keep up with him. Yeah. So good. Hmm. I kind of just. Uh, I kind of just worry about myself. I don't worry about everybody else around me because you already know what the cut's going to be. You're shooting for a number. Yeah. Right? I'll, I'll I, honest, I don't, like... I don't, I don't like, I don't panic. Like, yeah, I, I obviously know there's certain parts like, man, I just need a game here, but realistically, it's not like uh, you're playing the, for the 48 cut where you don't know what the cut is. You already sort of have an idea after playing for so long and these, what the 16 is. So you already have a number in your head, right? So even if you're saying, oh, you know what, if I go out there and shoot 2120, I'm going to be solid, right? You know, or give 21 a, a chance. So it becomes a, I, I think it becomes a totally different ball game. Yeah, uh, it allows totally you to like mindset. not panic, knowing kind of knowing roughly what it's going to be. Up like my first four games, 196, 249, 340, 168. Right, but this is this is what my whole weekend was. It was either a million strikes or no strikes, like just punching my lights out. And uh, the 168 hit, and I was like, uh, okay, well, better put some things together. And I shot 270. And the next game, I go open, 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 and then I change something. I got a double, and then Connor's like, just throwing hammers. I'm like, yep, seven more to go. He's like. He's like, well, one at a time. But no, I shot, I shot seven more and got to 360 and 294, and then all of a sudden it was like right back in it. Like, if you could find strikes, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna have you like that's. I think that's the first tournament I ever had where I had a 160 in one shift and a 170 in the other, and both qualified for what I was looking for. Yeah. Dumb. Okay. Hmm. Good job, Dex. High. Good job, Dex. But. <sighs> <laughs> but what i will say is throwing strikes in that place or what the way the conditions are when you're playing well and you're running strikes it's a little, so much easier because you're just you're free throwing your your fingers are on the ball automatically you're not thinking about it and but when you're struggling just a little bit right i think there's always a little bit more uh, added push or more a little bit this or whatever yeah. it is right so definitely place um, free wheel so i i, I noticed that in dexter's 48s when he started playing well, had a few strikes, it just became free willing. And then when he was punching, he was actually 
taking a little bit more time. He won't say it, but he was taking a little bit more time up on the lanes, and I could tell he was getting a little bit more bricky. When, when I'm like needing to make shots, I'll slow my approach, like my walk up to the to the line. Like I'll do, it just it's just to like slow down the heart rate a little, and then I'll I'll just like s slowly walk up to where I start, and then I'll still take the same amount of time there. But I just need to just give myself an extra second, just bring the heart rate down before that. So yeah, it's it's an intentional thing just to make sure I'm not just like amped up. That's all. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, maybe we'll just touch base on everybody who made the 16s. We had Jenna Lamaru, Brandon Mansell, two played phenomenal. I played with him on Friday. We had Sly, uh, we had Kerry, we had Brett Mapstone. Um, I have a funny story about Brett, uh, Daryl Wood. Um, Bradley, Tyler, Rob, Ryan O'Callaghan, Connor, Matt Schultz, Mark Miller, Michaela Sanderson, Alex, uh, Samir, and Dexter. And I have to say that you know we had so we had two ladies that make the that made the six made the sixteenth, but we had six that made the forty eighth. That's mm -hmm. awesome, right? Mm -hmm. So really great to see that. Uh, I, I know. Think I, I think there was twenty five ladies that that participated. I think was yeah. my count. It was around twenty five. So, so it was really, really good. That's, I mean, that's like over twenty percent success rate. That's really good. Yeah, that's really. It, good. it was, it was great. It was great to see. Yeah. Um, but maybe we'll touch base on the the finals now. Uh, I will laugh. I told you guys this. You guys can all laugh at me. Uh, Brett Mapstone and Heidi's kid, Alyssa. She was upset when they brought it up to her, uh, but she's like. I was bowling on Friday morning, and uh, Alyssa looks at Brett and was like, "Oh, Dad, your your coach he actually bowls," and I <laughs> laughed. I was like, w "One year of irrelevance goes a long way." So, um, it just it just you know wholesome wholesome content. It was funny, um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, you guys want to maybe touch base on the 16th since uh, I gotta watch it a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Robert, um, yeah. like, first time playing 23 games in a day like that, or like 15 in a row, how was it for you? It was uh, interesting, to say the least. Like, I don't know, like, I we just started. I bowled my first game against Brad, and just first time bowling in that concept, like, single lane, two frames, kind of each. It was, it was different, like... You just have like kind of no time to think between between frames. It's like you throw two, sit go to sit down for a minute, and all of a sudden you're throwing another two. So, mm -hmm. first four frames, I was kind of I could feel the nerves a little bit, just being in that environment and first time there. But after after just kind of taking a breath and saying just throw your shot, same shot you've been throwing all day, I. Got my first strike and I was off to the races kind of thing. I felt fine after that. Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. yeah. We we noticed obviously um, as as the day goes on and you're you're obviously playing really well. We noticed in talking to the kind of the rest of the the fifteen players that you were closing out some really close matches by banging out ten and and taking matches from people. That's a huge part of the autumn open 
is the guys that close out the matches that get that opportunity to lock it, a matchup. Um, and if you're able to do that three, four times in that those 15 games, those are massive points. And yeah. they clearly showed in your score too, right? Like um, getting those wins was was big. So um, I think yeah, yeah, I lost what three or four times. I think it was like yeah, three times. I lost against Dexter and then Jenna and Match Hold. So like i just uh essentially i just kept looking up at and saying you're not you're not done kind of thing like yeah you there's still points out there and you can still get out there like i had i gotta say i ran pretty lucky against a few guys like like where they punched in the wrong spot punch nine or something like that right like like first the first win bradley threw aces in his last fall frame and like missed a chop off spare. Like how many times does that Bradley ever do that? Like he rarely misses a yeah. chop off spare. And I'm like, and I come out and end up getting a strike or a spare and a chop off and win by 10. Like, yeah, for sure. I was but, like, you know, don't... You, you, you look at the stats though, Robert, you average in the top five for averages. So, yeah. I mean, it, you can say you got lucky, but I, I truly believe in the 16, you have to be lucky at certain games just to, yeah. in order to get there. I know when I won, I got, I can tell you in the match before the one I ended up winning, it was, it was a lucky one, right? Um, Kerry's probably when he won his, he probably got one or two in there. Just, you look back at it and it made a difference, right? It's a momentum shift, right? So yeah. um, I don't, I would never think that I would take that away from you. I don't, I think you did a great job. So yeah. Yeah. No, like, like there was a few games where it was kind of guys would run, run, cold against me punch a few head pins and i'd throw strikes and that's all the difference but other than that like it was like you said it's 16 of the best bowlers that weekend kind of bowling everybody right you weren't so, you weren't shaking your boots when i shot 211 at you i really thought i had you against the ropes <laughs> well uh, no i threw like three strikes there and i had three strikes against you and i was kind of just like okay let's just keep going like yeah He's punched a couple of times. I've thrown a couple of strikes. I'm like, yeah. As long yeah. as I, I just kind of focused on my own game until it got to the end. Like, it was sure. a lot of kind of when you uh, when somebody else was bowling, I'd have my head down, just kind of thinking to myself or, you know, talking to myself or something like that. Like trying to remember the wise words of Carter to just slow down and just practice by and just focused on my breathing so i didn't like when i bowled dexter i thought i was going to pass out on the lane at one point <laughs> like, yeah. was that was that because i was playing fast no no it was just like i, just... I, I it came to it came to your the game against you and i just i guess like the first five six games i said i was like just sweating profusely mm-hmm. like like i couldn't like I opened my towel. I opened my bowling bag on Tuesday, and my towel was still wet from how much sweat I had, and like how how much moisture I had on my hand and everything. So it's like, but like I said, once I uh, once I pulled you, and then like you kind of had me beat by the seventh frame. I think it was sixth frame because you went on a run, and I kind of just sat there, and I that's when I just relaxed a bit and just kind of refocused. Yeah. Did you find um, that many games was physically fatiguing like by the end of it were you did you notice a difference physically in how you were throwing the ball 
No, like I'll be honest. Like I'll like by the I like by the time I pulled carry, I think it was the second last game, and even Brandon. Like Brandon, I was a little tired. I was getting lazy, but when I got him to carry, I just started throwing a ball, and it literally was effortless at that point. Like it was at that point where I'm just like, I throw my shot, and it come out of my hand perfect every single time. And I'm like, I don't know what to think, or I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to overthink it. I just, we call, we call I just kept doing it. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't know. It was at that point because I kind of looked back at one point and I saw that I was in eighth spot. And I was like, okay. I saw, I think it was Brad and Ty were, like, beside me. And I saw two, th- two three with them. And I looked up. I was like, okay, I need about 200 pins. Then I went through the 380, which turned into a 420. And all of a sudden, I looked back, and I was like, second, okay. I was like, just start throwing games then. Like, <laughs> like so Sean good. kept looking at me and saying, don't look back there. I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, I can't do math that quick anyways. <laughs> Did you um, know the scenario in the final game there? Did you know where you were sitting for everything with that? No, not at all. I... Uh, I looked at Sean after game 14, and all I said was, Sean, give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down the last ball I throw. And other than that, I was, I had no idea. Like, they, during the game, I saw them walk over as soon as they brought the standings out. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know where, where I was. I threw a good game against Kerry. I wasn't sure where Mark was sitting either, like, what kind of game he threw. But... I th- walked up and I just started getting strikes, going on the run, going into eight, nine, ten, and through that first one in ten, I walked up, did everything the same I was doing. When I got up to my spot, I could hear everybody start quieting down, yeah. and like I was like, I kind of was like, okay, like there's no murmur kind of thing of the crowd, like and like all I could hear was the at one point all I could hear was the uh, blowers in the back in the thing i was fine with it but like i, I kind of just thought to myself i was like this must be a pretty big ball and i was like <laughs> yeah. but just go throw a good ball i was like just throw a good ball throw your good ball and that's when i started walking and yeah it came out good yeah. felt good and i yeah. yeah and i got multiple strikes that were this last weekend that were sean looked at me and said i thought that was a head pin like it just kind of crunched them all, and I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I walked back, and everybody's clapping. I was like, okay, I don't know what happened, but <laughs> I'm just going to pick up my ball and clean up my five here. So I cleaned up the five, and I walked back, and I kind of just looked at – I shook Alex's hand, and I looked at Sean, and I was like, what happened? And he's like, he melted me second. And I was like, okay. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> Um, uh, couple, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Craig. I just, I have two, it's a two part question. <laughs> sorry. Uh, one is how, um, having your support with your brothers and obviously Carter and the other ones behind you during the 16s, how big of a part did that play in your success? Cause I think it, it's a huge, huge thing in the, those moments. Yeah. Like it was huge just having, uh, well, for sure, having Tom and Sean in the back, like, well, like I said, Tom took credit because he was sitting there cheering. And 
<laughs> talking to me the whole time. Every ball, he's like, "Let's go, leader! Come on, throw that, <laughs> throw that ball!" Right? Uh, yeah. Sitting. And right, Sean's sitting there, and Sean's just kind of walk back, give the high fives to him, right? And even like during the yeah. 48s, was just it was just a routine, like just walk back, throw, give Sean Carter everybody a high five, and then just keep going, right? And yeah, okay. I don't know. It's just and, it's just that kind of consistency, right? And my second part of the question, excuse my language, but how fucking awesome is it to see Northern Alberta and Northern like playing so well now you guys have come out the last couple of years and started kicking some ass and that includes dawson and those guys out there um you guys have revitalized that whole thing um and you guys have a little bit of swagger which is great right um it must feel yeah, pretty it's... cool that you guys are coming on tour now and and you just you like you guys can hold your own and then some right so yeah like, like i said it's it's like i hate to say i like I don't like saying it all the time, but like Sean driving home was like, I'll be honest. If anybody has put the North back on the map in the last five years, it's you. Like, I was just like, well, like, I just want to see us do well. Like, why do you think I brought Tom out of retirement? Why do you think I brought Sean out of retirement? Like, and like, I've been trying to get the good bowlers into these tournaments and just constantly on them. And it's like, it helps so much having, you guys streaming them right like because then you have everybody sitting at home like sean was sitting at home during the for the open when me and tom were there and he looked at my mom and he's like i'm gonna be there next year like <laughs> he's like i don't know questions asked he's like they're they look like they're having so much fun and yeah it's brought sean back into his being a competitive bowler instead of just bowling on tuesday nights every week Every tournament that you have played in, when you can walk on two feet, you've done very well. Yeah. Well, then nobody gave me the chance to. Nobody gave me the chance when I couldn't walk on two feet. They told me to go to the hospital, and then they called a sub for me. Well, it was probably the right call, sir. Well, it was already broken. I wouldn't have done any more damage than it already was. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> well, I did try to play safety shoes. Well, I did. Bowl, I did try to play dodgeball like five days after that. So I was like, "I'm fine. I'm fine." Um. So great oh, question yeah. from Steve about the pro league. Has it added to everyone's confidence up in GP? Oh yeah. Like between, well, for example, me, Tom, and Sean. Like, it's gotten us to wanting to get down to these tournaments, like making a point, and like. I know a lot of people drive a far distance, Manitoba, you know, Saskatchewan, BC, but it's like, you know, it makes us want to make that eight hour drive down to Calgary to be able to bowl and, you know, drive down to Edmonton. It's like, well, we bowl you guys on, we bowl on pro league. Well, not a, only Tyler, because you guys are in the other division. We haven't, we haven't quite made you had the honor to bowl you guys yet. <laughs> But you but. you see the difference in in the Dawson guys too though, and well exactly, and I think it's made a lot of people put in a lot more work than they had before. You see, I mean, we talk we talk about Henry. I mean, Henry's a great example. Henry Henry came in and practiced at least once a week, if not two or three times a week, all summer long because he wants to get better, right? And, mm -hmm. and you know he's he's been a ball short of ma making two cuts now. 
Just well, I know, I know Darcy Latender. He's he's up Absolutely. in Dawson. Like he's, he said he was he's been practicing all summer. Like mm -hmm. Riley sends like you messages all the time with his scores and like what he's got a bowling ball obsession now too. <laughs> but like, like all the time, I'm getting like all yeah. his practices and it's it's so cool to see the success that everyone's having from it. Yeah, the, and like it's real... just pushing newer bowlers to get back into it too, right? Like, yeah. The real question is, uh, how is it helping Scott Hawkins' confidence? Like, is he getting any better? Is he going to start making these tournaments? What's going on up there? I have no comment. He's my manager. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, just kidding. No, it's it, oh, he can hold his own too. Oh yeah, he can play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just just every eighth every eighth game. Yeah. You're welcome, Haka. You always want shout-outs on the podcast. You might not make it ever on, but we'll give you shout-outs. But... Just, uh... <laughs> yeah. He just wins a point every two years. <laughs> <laughs> just well, I'm just saying, because he's... That's all, all I win. <laughs> just because he, he's only bold two years, and he's only won one point, so... Don't worry, he's coming, <laughs> oh, he's coming I, out. I did not know that stat. That's a fantastic oh. stat. Or That's maybe two stat. points. I think he might have won a couple points last year now. Well, you know, he has to finish his game usually, right? So um, that doesn't usually happen, Robert. Well, I, oh. I can look this information up. Like, let's. Uh... Yeah, you look it up. Look it up. I'm sure. Uh, don't um, worry, Scott's going to comment here in a second and tell us. <laughs> um, I guess we can start talk about. Remember, remember. Yeah. So John. So, yeah. So just so Johnny and I were had a little bit too many beers with Curtis. And Kaplan, and we were buying him in the back, in the back room there, and uh, so he came out. He's like, "I was like, you, we bought the wrong Scott. We wanted Classen." He's like, "No, but isn't that the guy?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's Johnstone. It's it's Haka." So then we we're like, "Well, maybe we just sell. Maybe some half, or do whatever it is." And I said, "Hey, Haka, have you thought maybe you want half?" He's like, "Dude, I don't want any part of it because I'm so honored you guys bought us. You can keep all of me." And I said, I was like, wow, we just got burned. Like, it just, that's $100 we lost. <laughs> oh, fuck. Good time. Oh. That was a good time. Love you, Scotty. Oh, God. No, I got to say, he is, the, he is the most supportive guy in the back, though. Like, when oh, he's yeah. not bowling, when he's not bowling, he's back there, like, ready for the two-handed high five every frame, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so I guess without, without leaving him out, we should, uh, congratulate the champion, Mr. Yes. Mark Miller. He, yeah. he didn't state it on video. We really wish he did that. He was going to Disneyland after he won. So literally 9am the next morning <laughs> bags were packed. Let Melinda do all of it. it was like, see you guys at 9am <laughs> wild. Good for him. Yeah. What a way to celebrate though. Right, yeah, totally. going to Disneyland. Like, a a NFL teams win the Super Bowl and they go to Disneyland, so it just makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. By Mark extension. Miller wins the autumn and he goes to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> um, by extension, we should congratulate obviously the rest of Mark Miller's team, Maria and Greg, and all the volunteers at Paradise. Absolutely. They ran yeah. an incredible event for the 50th year. Had awesome. some awesome merch. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I mean, the tour, like speaking on behalf of the tour, we can't thank them enough for, for all the time that they put in over the years. Yeah, yeah. it ran Absolutely. very smooth. They had a slight air conditioner leak, but that was literally the only, they had, well, it's they, not supposed they to be. fixed a couple, uh, Index, right? Yeah. Like yeah. The, the sleeve of these pins were letting loose and so the pin was sliding down. <laughs> Didn't yeah. take them long. They got no. it through. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was pretty everything was pretty on time too. Like it was a great week and all. Like mm-hmm. how great didn't was have it? Baker starting at eleven o'clock this year. That's right. And it wasn't thirty degrees outside, and as an extension, wasn't forty-five degrees and humid in the bowling alley this year. It was warm, but it was way nicer this year. Yeah. You can't control that unfortunately, right? But you no, as soon no, as you no. walk down those stairs, you can smell the BO. You can smell the like the heat and the humidity <laughs> from people. 100%. Yeah, it's just a wall of BO. But I mean that's nothing they can do. But I, I couldn't I couldn't think of anybody better who was playing that weekend to win the fiftieth. Um, yeah. It was almost a storybook ending. Um, I, yeah. I got to watch it on live stream. Um, I saw Rob, I was watching Robert and watching Robert throw those strikes the last few frames. Watching Miller, I can hear it. It was giving me goosebumps. And then Brad shooting a three ninety in there. It was it was just a great, great final way of finishing up the tournament. I thought it was awesome. I was Ty. Uh, how did you fin- how did you feel about that three ninety the last game? Um, honestly, I wasn't really that bothered by it because I knew it was more up to me than anything, but <laughs> I was more annoyed when I threw a chop on the last ball in Ted and I thought it meant I lost to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I won by one, so it's fine. It worked out great for you. Yeah, everything's great. <laughs> um, oh, it's, it's coming up. Ma- Ma- yeah, Ma- Mark, finished, <laughs> Mark finished out his game and it was like super high intense. I think he threw mm-hmm. a double and then punch on the last ball. And then I was I was bowling next to him, and like Mark's been one of my best friends for a long time. So standing there, and he was just standing down in the pit, watching you from ten lanes over. And I I didn't know what the scenario was because I didn't know what you were shooting, and I, I just looked at Mark and I was like, Mark, like, what's what's the scenario? And he's like, pretty sure he said I, he needed double something in ten, and he's already thrown the first one, and I'm like, okay. And like he he's not a guy like he he's not hoping for anybody to punch, so don't take this the wrong way, but like when you did punch, just like just turns to me and like instant tears and a big hug. Yeah. Like Oh it like means I would have been this I would have been the same way if I would have been in his position. Absolutely. Right? Like yeah. Yeah. but like like I said, it was it was the best guy I told him you were the best guy to win this tournament. Like you guys do so much for this tournament. Like you do everything for it, right? So yeah, it's incredible. It's quite the like. Thing. Like I could sit. I was sitting there listening to him. I kind of like heard him a few times, and I was like, "Oh, oh, Mark's on a roll right now. I wonder where I'm at right now. I wonder where. I wonder where it is right now. Right? Just yeah, yeah. But what a good scenario for you two as athletes. Complete opposite ends of the bowling alley. You were playing on three and four, and he's on seventeen, eighteen. You can really just like settle into your own match. Awful for the viewers. Yeah. But yeah. At least at least one was on camera, but yeah. Oh believe me, my I like I texted my girlfriend the game before and I was like, just keep watching the stream. 
And I got like five text messages. Are you winning? Like, are you leading? Like, what's happening? Like, you're killing me. I'm like, <laughs> I think she started texting Tom too. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was, so- it was, it was fun. That's, that's for sure. I'm uh, congratulations to Mark for winning. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. And Rob, obviously, congrats to you. Um, rounding out our our 16 was Ty finished third, Bradley finished fourth, Brett Mapstone finished fifth. Um, sixth was Daryl Wood. Seventh was Matt Schultz. Eighth? Who was eighth? Ryan, Ryan O'Callaghan. Nine was Sylvain Bercier. Ten, Jenna Lamaru. Eleven, Michaela Sanderson. Great showing for the ladies. Obviously, yep. 10 11. Um, I know Jenna started out super hot. I think she was uh, eyeballing some real high finish there, but uh, she kind of struggled in the middle half there and then finished strong at the end. But uh, 12 was Connor Lovett, 13, myself, 14, Dexter, 15, Alex Samir, and 16, Brandon Mansell, who didn't win a game after game five, and he made sure he let everybody know he ran into that he was playing like crap. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Well, like, this is embarrassing. I have a shot at over two or two twenty in like seven games. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about it. his last is is two forty, and then two fifty nine, and then next size is two twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's consistent. That's consistent. You know, honestly, that that's the hard part about the event a little bit is when you're struggling like that. You you still have to finish your games because you have to try to be sportsmanship to the other people that might have opportunities. And there isn't, there isn't like if you have like a three eighty in there, like Robert, you can bump up a spot for more pay, right? And now yeah. with the tour points in there, it, it all, it all kind of just matters, right? So, um, it just still sucks if you're still, you know. But you know yeah. what? I, I, I give Brandon and I give Alex kudos. They sat around, got their money before they left. So, um, at least they had that. <laughs> Brandon was like. Uh... <laughs> Was the punching bag there at the end? He was just giving away wins. He wasn't obviously trying to give away wins. He just knew that he just didn't have the pace of play to to keep up with the the guys that were scoring well. But um, yeah, great showing by the top sixteen. Nothing to shake uh, anything wrong. Low low average was two thirty and high average was two seventy five. So um, nobody played absolutely horrible. Oh, at the end of the the end of the day, they're the best 16 bowlers that pulled that weekend right like they made it they they bowled their what they needed to and everybody bowled the same amount of games at the end of the day yeah. everybody was just as sore the next day yeah yeah hey first time i wasn't injured in like how long that was a fantastic weekend for me i don't even care <laughs> <laughs> big positive big positive okay <laughs> um Anything else you guys want to touch on before we uh, wrap this podcast up? I don't think so. Two no. points are posted. Yeah. Yep. You can go to the website. Um, new website coming soon. So within a week, maybe. So yes. tune in for that. Should be really good. Um, yeah. So the WCBT website has all the points. The, everything's all updated on there. Um, I've been pro yeah. league this weekend. No, Masters this weekend. Oh, right. The weekend after. Yep. Yeah, so... Well, good luck to everybody in going to Masters. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think next week is ladies podcast, correct? It is correct. That's what I was and then told. We have, that makes sense. Yes. And then we have a guest on for the 25th already lined up. And he's the, the app, bowling app uh, creator. creator. So he'd be coming on. And then the following week after that, it's TPC thing. And then following after that, it's TPC champion. And then, yeah, we're getting there. And who knows? <laughs> yeah. Getting into the swing of things now. Yeah, yeah we're, we're in the full, full swing bore, I should say. Again. Full, full bore. Full bore. Well, Robert, thanks again. Congrats on playing, finishing second, and uh, walking out with some good cash. Uh, we know you came in short of change, so it's nice to send you home with some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was nice. <laughs> and I want to thank you guys for uh, inviting me on here. Yeah, we're honored, uh, honored to be on here, guys. You can thank Miller. You can thank Miller. Oh, we, well, we thank were really you, Miller. You'd get a haircut for it, though. Uh, sorry, I got the best hair south of the little smoky here. Dustin <laughs> takes care of the north. I take care of the south here. So. <laughs> Fair enough. So, all right. Well, you guys have a good week and uh, good luck uh, this weekend if you guys are playing Masters. And if not, have a good rest of your week. Thanks, everybody. Have a good rest of your week, boys. Take care.